Welcome to Boobs, Booze, and Other Stuff, where no topic is taboo. Booze is on deck, and I keep it real, real interesting. Hey, hey, welcome to episode 18 of Boobs, Booze, and Other Stuff. Wow, cannot believe episode 19 next week. Going to be a two-part series with Mitch Aguiar. Excited about that. Off we go. All right, so I went to the beach, had a great time, did something highly unusual. I did not go hard night one. I know. Nobody can believe that. I didn't. It's true. I went hard night two. Night two, man, I went from a category one to a three, like in a blink of an eye. Got super after it. Crushed the crown, or maybe the crown crushed me, depending on how you want to look at it. Was hungover the better part of the next day, but I was by the beach, so it was kind of nice. Went next door to grab a meal, and the nice bartender, Sean, bought me a double crown. Oh, those two words did escape my lips. Oh, fuck. No, I think I said thank you, but I was thinking, oh, fuck. I just could barely even think through a sip of that crown. But then, lo and behold, threw right back in. But didn't really ever replicate that second night. So pretty much kept it in the category two range for the balance of the trip. All right, the beach. I love it. I love the char-grilled oysters. I love everything about it. I enjoy it. It's positive stuff out there. Got away from all the negativity of the news. You know, there's some people out there, I think, that believe the sun only shines to cast a shadow. Yeah, there's just that kind of negativity out there. I'm like, damn it. Come on, we got to have something positive, right? Yeah. All right. So in other news, I was thinking we'll talk about some current events, if you will. But I was thinking when I was at the beach, of course, I fucking panicked packed because I didn't mention I had a hangover on the front side. So I was kind of struggling to get there initially. And I was thinking, what are some things I just can't do without? What do I absolutely have to have? Uh, Liquor. That's a must. Toilet paper? I like good toilet paper. I feel like places never have good toilet paper. They just don't. I'm not a one-ply kind of girl. I like two-ply. And I want paper towels. I have some OCD. I want my counters, sink dry. I like that. So, geez, am I that easy? Paper towels, toilet paper, and liquor? Damn, I'm like the dream woman. Well, maybe not. Yeah, so not that difficult. Just a few things that I like. Yeah, I found out. It's funny. I packed all this stuff and... Shit, I never used any of my hanging clothes. I think I wore pretty much uh, a swimsuit or my bathrobe. And a couple times I had to get out, I did put some clothes on. Yeah, it was kind of nice. Let's get back into the thick of it with the news. Oh my God, there's so much news and I don't even know where to start. All right, so SEC ball, of course, back in swing and... I'm sure everybody's noticed this. People have been chanting at the games. Kind of a catchy little chant, I think. It goes something like this. Fuck Joe Biden. Or was that, did I say that right? Or maybe it was, fuck Joe Biden. It's something like that. Anyway, it was catchy. I heard it at many games. And then I caught a letter to the editor from this fellow over in Auburn, I guess. And he, of course oh, that's just horrible. You can't believe everybody. I mean, I don't think he left anybody off of his blame list for this, for people exercising, um, what's that pesky little thing, free speech? Yeah. 
Blamed everybody. Just talked about how obnoxious the South is and blah, 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 blah. Frankly, fuck him. But also, do you think if the same thing was going on, if they were saying, fuck Trump, although I don't think that's near as catchy, do you think this guy would have written in, this liberal professor, would he have written in, do we need to do the secret ballot? Yes, my thumb is down. Fucker wouldn't have written in. He wouldn't have even cared. Are you kidding me? You could say anything about Trump, and people were, and nobody cared because they were getting a free pass from the fucking leftist collusion-ridden MSM. Hate him. Another little thing. All right. Everybody knows where I sit with this Black Lives Matters. I think it's a bunch of crap. But so they held a protest, okay? And in New York City, they were protesting all kinds of stuff. You know, they were rallying against COVID vaccine passports and doing all kinds of stuff. And they said, of course, that disproportionately affects blacks. I don't know if that's true. They said it. So I guess it has to be right. But really, to me, what that says is they're proving the Marxist bit. You know, it's like some people should be treated more equal, right? I mean, that's not the restaurant's policy, It's the fucking New York City mayor's policy mandate. BLM, take this to your own people. This is not the restaurants doing this. But now, I guess, black people should have a preference over white people that are not vaccinated. Do you see there's so many problems with all this stuff? Do you see there's problems? Yeah, there's some problems here. Not quite right. There's a lot of hypocrisy out there in the world right now. All right, so in other news, Biden decided to extend the non-essential travel restrictions, non-essential travel between the U.S., Canada, and Mexico. Yeah, this is going to go, I think, through October 21st. Maybe he considers the smuggling of all these illegals that you're starting to see, drug mules, of course, that come across. Is that considered essential travel? Maybe it's how he defines it. I think maybe him and Clinton are talking about how they define things, how they parse different things. Yeah, that'd be a good pair, wouldn't it? Yet another clown. All right, here we go. Let's talk black again, but black a national anthem. So, an interesting twist. Oh, Whoopi. I'm not a Whoopi fan. Whoopi Goldberg. I'd rather hear Whoopi Cushion than Whoopi Goldberg, quite frankly. Yeah, so she was knocking Bill Mayer. Yeah, for complaining about Black National Anthems being played, right? He said, this isn't about woke, okay? Yeah, isn't about woke. He argued, in fact, that the new anthem, the Black Anthem, being played at NFL games, is a new version of segregation. Yeah, I have to say he's probably right. He's probably right. Yeah, it may be, what about Whoopi? I don't know. Could she be right about something? I don't know. Maybe a Marxist coup. Maybe she could be right about something like that. Yeah. How about, again, you know my argument, play the national anthem. It's for everybody. All inclusive. I really do wish everybody could just get along. I know that sounds really silly just to say it like that. But boy, would it be nice. It would be so nice. I don't see it. Because people are too busy. Throwing sticks and stones. We'll come back to that in just a second. Sticks and stones. Yeah. 
When I was a kid, sticks and stones could break my bones, but names could never hurt me. And now, shit, names. Names are about a million times more powerful than sticks and stones. More powerful than sticks and stones. Who knew? Don't want to harp on something old, but I did have a thought. Everybody, I'm sure, has seen AOC's Tax the Rich dress. I mean, and I'm going to tell you what. There have been so many good satire pieces written on that. I won't bore you with all those, but there's some damn funny ones out there about that friggin' dress. But you know what I found interesting? Not just that, because there were some good ones, believe me. But so the person who actually, I guess, made the dress, right? Like the, the designer's company, okay? They have actual tax warrants against them for not paying taxes. And these are people who actually got money from the pandemic relief. How about that? I was thinking maybe instead of tax the rich, maybe they need to send her a little message there. Maybe it should be get rid of the bitch or let's see, tax the rich, get rid of the bitch, ax the bitch, something. I don't know. Yeah, she needs to go. It's time for her to go. Yeah, you can't even make this shit up. Of course, didn't take care of her abuela. I love the the Babylon Bee, the story they did on it. Look it up. I won't read it to you. It's so fucking funny. Yeah. Couldn't take care of her, but you're going to take care of her with that dress, the proceeds from that. Oh, boy. Yeah, and I think, what does she make a year with her little little job that she got after she gave up the bartending? Yeah. Can't take care of Granny, though. Got to have that tax the rich dress. Take care of that for Granny. Oh, yeah. You can't make this shit up. You can't. Wait, back, back to the border for a minute, because as everybody knows, it's a big clusterfuck. So the Border Patrol, just recently, they, and you can Google this, it's a fact, it's not my opinion. They found 49 people hidden in a tractor trailer. They were from everywhere from friggin' Guatemala, Mexico, Peru, Brazil, Ecuador, El, El Salvador, I think. I don't even know, maybe even the Honduras. All over the place. All in the back of this tractor trailer. I mean, imagine how long do you think it'll be before there's a tractor trailer, maybe, let's say, I don't know, Taliban soldiers? I think that could happen. Oh, and wait, they'll have weaponry and it'll all be US issued. Yeah. Don't let this stuff slip away from your thought. You know, they like to throw the old the little curveball at you, deflect, you know, and then, oh, wait a minute, look over here. Don't look over there. Nothing there to be seen. Yeah. Yeah. Don't let them do it to you. That's the thing do like to do. All right. Let's go back to this friggin' sticks and stones because I know people do get sick of this, right? You can look at it a couple different ways. You can be the person sitting back and bitching about everything. And certainly there are some things that require, I think, attention. And I don't know if you want to call it complaining. You call it what you want. But they should be concerning to some people. But it's all how you look at it. Now, the problem is you only hear one pesky side of it. You only hear the left. You don't really get to hear the other side or what I like to call my side, the right side, or just a different side. How about that? The other side. You know, arguments usually get two sides. No, they don't. Because what happens if you're sometimes one of those people, if you, maybe you're a great person, you're going to draw Great criticisms. It's a fact of life. Sometimes big time leaders, other people, or people who are just trying to shift into a different direction, you're going to get criticism. It's just a fact of life. 
But there is such a thing as constructive criticism, right? And maybe I only think I get constructive criticism from people that I actually respect or hold in a certain esteem. You know, maybe people that actually give a shit about me. So there are people out there who don't fit that profile. And quite frankly, I don't give two good fucks about their criticisms at all. In fact, I wouldn't give an ounce of time to that type of critic. I mean, I'm going to invest that in drinking with friends or myself. Yeah, I'm going to invest it in something that I like. Yeah. You can't argue with people that you just flat out don't have respect for. And I think you can get to spending too much time with that kind of stuff. I see people do it all the time. We have what they call a, um, a neighborhood watch. I disconnected, but I still get some of the emails from it. But people will just get on there. It used to be for things like, hey, do you know anybody who can do tree removal? Hey, what's the stump man's number? You know, stuff like that, right? Now it's fucking political. People are on there talking about, I hate you if you're not vaccinated. I know where you live. Where's your COVID passport? Yeah, it's fucking crazy. I mean, this is what's on the local shit now. You can't even look at it because it's ridiculous. I mean, these are just people, I guess, that I don't know. They just don't have enough to do. It's kind of like what happened to Facebook. You know, Facebook probably was a good idea at some point in time. I don't know. I don't have Facebook, by the way. But then people got to, you know, just crazy stuff on there. It's not to say you shouldn't have your opinion as long as you tout it that way. Again, only my opinion you're hearing here. And I'm not asking anybody to subscribe or agree. I'm just throwing it out there. This is kind of stuff I think about. The problem or maybe one of the problems I have with some critics, believe me, I've drawn many in my life, they always seem to have an answer before they even know what the fuck the question is. Yeah, they don't even know, but they've got an answer for you. Yeah, they answer everything without knowing anything. And that's, I kind of think, a lot of what's been going on in the world right now. What's that old saying? You can't move forward when you're looking back. It's hard not to look back at a little bit of this COVID history and try to, you know, and you can see kind of where it's all tracked. And you don't have to be too smart to look at the numbers and figure things out for yourself. But in all fairness, and this is something I certainly would agree with, there is a lot of misinformation out there. But the problem is the people that are putting the misinformation out there are not people like me. Okay, I'm not putting any misinformation out there. There's information out there people don't want out there because it doesn't fit their narrative. And that's what's difficult. You can actually probably do some research of of your own. You know, the media has an interesting way of opposing things, in other words. So they'll tell you, for example, where I live in Shonuff Mayberry, Columbus, Georgia. They'll tell you what the COVID deaths are, but they don't tell you, like, who they were. They'll make, like, it's a big percentage of the population when it's really not. Let's say if it was 10 or 12, 10 or 12 people, were they all 78 and up? Or did they have comorbidity? They don't tell you any of that. You don't know any of that. You don't know how they even arrive at these stats. And Some people will just read something and they're like, well, that's just terrible. That's horrible. That's the worst thing ever. No, it's not. Again, we don't live in the most cruel and victimizing world in the universe. We absolutely do not. But the problem is people are, by and large, I used to say stupid, but I wouldn't even describe it that way. I would just say largely uneducated. You know, there's an old saying, education will set you free. I don't know who said it, but I think it's one that I've always lived by. Get yourself educated. But these people that are commenting and telling all this crazy stuff and a lot of things that aren't so are largely uneducated. And then the ones who aren't, you know, you have your, your uh, Rob Smith, you know, black gay fella, Republican. That's the pesky part about him. You know, he was talking about how the COVID vaccine is racist. 
and he even had a narrative about it. Now, some of it he was certainly, is not entirely in jest by any stretch, but if you listen to him, and this is a black guy saying it, right? It makes sense what he's saying. You know, he even took it back to, you know, why there was such mistrust with the government. Now, he took it back to an incident back in the 30s, and that's fine. I don't know that everybody even knows about that incident. Some people absolutely do. That could be one reason. That's not the only reason. You know, but why is that a disproportionate thing? The one thing about Rob Smith is he is touting facts. That's not his opinion about that, the disproportionate number. It's a fact. And the reason that it's so pesky isn't because he's black and it's not because he's gay. It's because he's a Republican saying it. But you throw the other two things on top of that and boy, they really hate that because that just totally obliterates their narrative. You know, that's a big part of the problem. Big part of the problem. Yeah, and I don't know. I'd love to tell you I knew the answer. I think the answer is, you know, the guy that should have been in there, if he was in there, that would have been the answer, in my opinion. Nobody really wants to hear that, though, do they? Yeah, that name still, I don't know. Unfortunately, it was a lot of women who did him in. But, you know, you look at what you are left with right now. I don't know. I mean, I have to believe, A, you know, I don't believe that Biden won by any stretch of the imagination. You wouldn't be hearing these chants at SEC ball games. I really don't think. I just and it's not even just SEC. It's all over, all over. Yeah, I don't think that has anything to do with it. I do not. No. I mean, I think he full blown lost. There was enough theft, slight margins. They knew where they were. I mean, all that stuff's going to come out. I don't think it's going to make any difference because it's way past the point. But it's going to come out at some point. It will. Yeah. Look at Trump. He pretty much was the guy who said, here's what I'm going to do, and he did it. And what really bothers people, he's still doing it. He's still helping. He loves his country. Very patriotic man. Loves the country. Wants what's best for it. And, and understands what's best. He totally gets that. I mean, I don't know if you saw, did you see the, the French ambassador left, pulled out? You guys, I tell you, if you're not watching news or not paying attention to some of these things, Biden is fucking things up left and right. And he's never fucking done anything. He's literally, I mean, for 47 years, again, Beltway Blowhard, he's never, literally never done anything. Did you know, and this is a very old saying, I don't know who said it, you can't build a fucking reputation on what you're gonna do. Yeah, he's never done shit. Never done shit. And that's not just my opinion. That is a fact. That's a fact. Yeah, I don't know. I wish I knew the answers. Right now, I'm thinking the answer, for tonight anyway, might be one of my signature LITs. Fadi, I've got a crown and Coke here, so I'll drink to that. Cheers, darling. Well, I cannot believe we have 18 episodes in the book, 19 coming up with Mitch Aguiar, part one and two, and then, gosh, we'll be heading into episode 20. Hard to believe. Again, thank you all so much for joining me on this journey. I appreciate you listening. Be sure to subscribe. And hey, feel free to shoot me a message at Dawn Burt's Instagram. Direct message me there or on Boobs, Booze, and Other Stuff. Both of those are public accounts. So I look forward to hearing from somebody soon. I am enjoying the feedback. All right. You all have a wonderful afternoon. Stay tuned for the next episode. Meanwhile, I've got to get back to my drink. Cheers, Fadi.
Well, it's time for a refill. Join me for my next episode of Boobs, Booze, and Other Stuff, where I vow to keep it real and real interesting.